I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Back on the podcast today is Allison Precious, our bird photographer. She's here to talk about the country code. Hey, Allison, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. How are you, Zim? I'm doing great. How are things there in the UK? Uh, Nice and sunny today, so everybody's smiling. So you're back today to talk about the country code. First of all, what is the country code? Uh, Country code really is just like rules of the road. Okay, so it's a code of conduct for the people who are out there in parks in our environment. That's right. I mean, out in the countryside, some people live there, so you need to respect their privacy, and often they have a footpath going through their backyard. You know, there is industry in the countryside as well, so you need to respect those, you know, the the environment you're in. Alison, what I don't understand is you're saying that some of these paths pass through private property and that's legal for you to walk on these paths? Is that correct? It's a public footpath. It's fine, yes. You go, we have footpaths or byways or restricted byways or all traffic byways, which basically means some are just on foot, some you can ride a horse through, and some you can ride a motorbike through. So just to be clear, here in the United States, if it's posted no trespassing, you probably shouldn't step over that line because then you are definitely trespassing and breaking the law and probably subject to arrest. So different countries, different places have different rules. And the point is you need to be aware of that. So other than not trespassing on somebody's land and making sure that if you are using a byway that you do respect private property, why is the country code important? Well, it's important to keep it intact for the nature and for other people to constantly enjoy. So in your opinion, what's the most important code of conduct that we need to observe? I think you need to respect and be considerate to other people working and living in the country and for other visitors. If everybody does their bit, then it's nice for everybody. For example, picking up your litter and just simple things, keep to the paths. Yeah. And very often I like to bring a little plastic bag with me because there are usually not any trash bins around. And if I see somebody else's trash, I'll go ahead and put their trash in as well and put it in a proper trash can when I find one. That's exactly what we want people to do as well. But sadly, some people don't. It's very important that we pack it in and pack it out so that as photographers, the vision is unspoiled and the wildlife is protected. We don't want animals being hurt by our litter and just makes it so much more pleasant for everybody. Yeah, it's always sad to see those photos of like birds or some sea animals stuck in some plastic bag or something like that. It's That's a really horrible photo to have to take. So what other codes of conduct do we need to be aware of? Just regular things like don't light a fire, don't light a barbecue, that, you know, that can spoil the environment. If you've got a dog with you, make sure it's under control and always in your sight. And obviously, dog poo, bag it, bin it. Um, Care for nature, try not to damage anything. Stick to the paths. Don't be treading on off the paths and you could endanger animals and crops and wildflowers and things. We want those things to continue for our children and our grandchildren. 
Exactly. And actually, this is really important. Sticking to the path is one of the most important rules, I think. I found out years ago that it only takes seven people walking in a line to create a visible path. So don't get off of the path. The path is there to protect the rest of nature so that we can continue to enjoy that. That's exactly right, Zing. You stay on the path and you follow the signs. Yeah, the signs are really important. The signs are there for a reason. And, you know, you just said don't light a fire. We're seeing all kinds of wildfires out in California and in the Southwest right now. Those environments are going to be really tough to be photographing in because, you know, somebody lit a fire. I do know that some of those are naturally created, but don't be adding on to that problem. That's right. Anything else we need to know? Really, you know, the outdoors is there to enjoy. So a bit of planning and forward thinking, check your uh, route, check the local conditions, enjoy, have fun and make a memory. Um, One of the other very important things I was going to say is that if you come across the gate, make sure you leave it as you found it. For example, if you open a gate and you go through, make sure you close it and don't block access to their drives or their land because often they are allowing you to use their land um, for you and you don't want to lose that. Recently, I had a case where I always always do this um, walk, park near the farmyard, um, and then one day I went down and there was all tree trunks across where people used to park. And it turns out that one inconsiderate walker Um, decided that he would block the access for the farmer and the farmer could not get his supplies in and out. And there was a row and in the end, the farmer just said, right, that's it. I'm not having you coming here again. And now that whole section, that beautiful walk is gone because of people being inconsiderate. You should be nice, you should say hello, you should keep to the signs, you need to respects the countryside code. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Alison. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Perhaps we can catch up sometime in the future about some more bird photography. That would be lovely, Zim. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on.